through the week in sex. Yeah, we're here. What up, bitches? We're here at Rick's Cabaret with a bunch of comedians. Let me introduce everyone on the panel. Comedian Stephanie Holmes, right Hello. here. What's up? Thanks for having me, Alan. My pleasure. Comedian Jeffrey Katzman. What up, baby? I'm Alan Finn, also a comic. And let's introduce photographer Alan Stagg. Hi. What's up, Alan? Yeah. Fantastic yeah. photographer, photographs, celebrities. There's a lot of commercial photography and... Porn stars, hot porn stars, people of all shapes and sizes. Yes. And you photographed Scarlett Johansson, yeah. Moby. Uh, Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk. A bunch of rappers. <laughs> right. Uh, you've done some people from the Wu-Tang Clan, right? Yeah, I shot Ghostface. I know Redman's not part of Wu-Tang, but I photographed Redman. Oh, I love Redman. I grew yeah. up on him. How was he in real life? Is He, he always, was hilarious. Enough? He was five hours late. <laughs> oh, <laughs> another one. Are all rappers late, typically? They're fucking hoes. Uh, <laughs> you hear horror stories about, about rappers. I guess they were, but I... It never bothered me because I photographed them for magazines and magazines would always like treat me to food and stuff. So yeah. right. I don't mind sitting around. Um, when I shot Redman, we brought like a beautiful curvy lady video girl and he mm. was like getting very excited. <laughs> and then he'd look at her and be like, hi. <laughs> you had this problem with the uh, ghost face killer, right? Yeah. He, he was he eight was... hours late. That's insane. Yeah. You should have had a curvy girl for him. Uh, they had a lot of girls because it was a Wu-Tang video shoot. So they had a lot of girls on set. It was insane. I felt bad for those girls because they had very little clothes on and it was freezing cold. For in this eight huge, hours. Yeah. Or <laughs> they were there for even longer than that. Oh, my God. They yeah. were outside? You're saying? No, no, no. It was no, inside, inside a huge warehouse, but it was like freezing outside and there was no heat in oh. the warehouse. So, yeah, everybody was freezing. Well, that must be one thing that's nice about, like, as a female being photographed by a female. You probably think of those things more than maybe a man would, oh, right? Totally. You're like, oh, she's probably cold. We need to make sure that everything's, like, nice for her. Where maybe a guy isn't even thinking about that. Like, Pull your tits out. <laughs> no, I totally think about that on so many levels. Even the way I ask a woman to get naked for me. Mm -hmm. I'm always like, do you mind taking off your panties now? Instead mm -hmm. of being like, okay, take it all out, you know? Like, I do yeah. it in a way that I want somebody to say it to me so that's yeah. got to be a lot more comfortable yeah and it's like having a female doctor <laughs> exactly you know, feel more comfortable yeah. and you you felt up scarlett johansson oh yeah yeah i photographed her for id magazine first and right we should say that you didn't just <laughs> yeah. scarlett johansson. i just you. walked <laughs> up to her and grabbed her tits you know because that's what people do these days just grab people yeah but um no i photographed her for id magazine and then we ended up seeing each other at don hills a lot at this 80s party and became friendly and yes and one time i did feel her up because we were comparing boob sizes to see whose tits were bigger. And it was hers? And we were about the same. Oh. It's just um, I'm a taller, longer person, and she's a shorter person. I might have bigger boobs now because I'm a little bigger of a human being now, yeah. but um, yeah. I have touched famous titties. How, how do they feel? How would you describe them? They felt like boobs. I, I'm I'm sorry to say, but I'm not bisexual, so it didn't do anything for me. But I do love boobs. Like I feel like she'd have very soft ones. Yeah. Yeah. Nice from what nipples. I remember. Comforting. Well, I didn't like go straight in for the very sexual, like let me tweak your nipples kind yeah. of move. It was more like like I'm a doctor. Let me see the heft oh, of these. You an know. Experiment. And they, yeah. were, and they were hefty. Yeah. They were hefty. They were I soft. Think everybody appreciates a good pair of boobs. Man, woman, yeah. gay, straight, oh my God, young, yeah. old. Everybody likes boobs. Yeah. I mean, well, they're the first thing that when you enter yeah. the world brings you everything. Life, mm -hmm. nutrition, love. So if, if you weren't breastfed, you want the titty the rest of your life. And if you were breastfed, then you still want the titty. Yeah. <laughs> it brings comfort. You always want the titty. You yeah. All, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So tell us about, so how did you make the transition from being a mainstream you know, photographer of models and celebrities and you went and going to porn? How do you do that? Why would you do that? Was it, well, mon was it money or was it you were actually interested in it? No, I'm a pervert. Okay. So <laughs> you're talk you're you're at the right show. Yeah. <laughs> How are you a pervert? I've always been a pervert. I've always been into anything that was sexual or sexy, sexy music, movies, any kind of visual, anything. I'm always very like, ooh, let me see more. So talk about your pervious. Like, what's the pervious thing about you? Like, what 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 are you into that is that you would think of as extremely pervious? Well, my boyfriend and I always laugh at each other because he's like, "Don't look at my history on my computer," and I'm like, "No, no, no, no. Your history is so much more tame than mine is. I watch these kink.com gangbangs where they've like buried a guy's hand, head in the dirt and fucked his ass. Like, I'm like, oh, oh. and he's like, "Yes, your history is much worse than mine." <laughs> have you ever done that, Jeffrey? Uh, put my head in the ground and have some fuck me in the ass. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's too creative. I never. <laughs> I wish I thought of that. No. Let's plan that out. Let's, let's make. I think that video will go viral. We should do something like that. Only in Coney Island. <laughs> <laughs> so, how did you segue into it? Oh, I met Justine Jolie in the end of 2005, and how'd you meet Justine Jolie? Another photographer was contacted, and she wanted pictures, and he wasn't available, so he emailed me and was like, "Do you want to shoot this porn star?" And I was like, "I saw a couple pictures of her online, and I was like, yeah, she's beautiful. I'd love to photograph her." So I, um, she came over, and she was the first model that I've ever photographed that was like getting naked and sticking her finger in different orifices. And I found out years later she was doing it to freak me out as like a litmus test of like how cool I was could I handle it and I was like yeah that looks good sure that's fun yeah and then I was like wait I can make sexy pictures with professional people who get naked because before that I was trying to use friends or mainstream models and they would only go so far so then Justine knew everybody in the industry and she started introducing me to people and it just snowballed from there you didn't meet Jeffrey Jeffrey was gone <laughs> I was at Exotica, Exotica. Ah. did you ever go to Exotica yeah I had a booth with Justine like five years ago oh that's when I went Maybe ah. I saw you. Were you the chatterbait girl? I pulled my dick out. No, 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 that's not you. You no? look similar. Uh. This is a girl. She's like, chatterbait is like this whole webcam. I was like, hey, what do you think about my dick? She's like, oh, it's, you, you know, it's good. You know, I was like, and I got her thing and I chatted with her once. But no, no, I just thought about that. No, my <laughs> booth was really boring because all I did was show naked sexy pictures oh you were at the side like at the end or no or no like i was actually right next random? to the bathroom so people would come by and be like i like what you're selling uh. let me come back later and i was like mm, yeah okay <laughs> but i shared the booth with justine so everybody would come by to meet her because she's a lesbian queen of porn she topless no i don't think she got topless so people were visiting her and they could care less they were like who are you and i was like i'm a photographer and they're like mm, yeah we're looking at the porn stars only right so but yeah, it was fun otherwise. I would go to, as a spectator to um, Exotica, but I don't think I would ever get a yeah, booth again. Yeah, it's more fun. I had two girls sit on my face for like 20 bucks. It was That's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's broke. Yeah. <laughs> I'm asking him for burgers. He, he, lost, he lost all his money asking girls to ride his face. So tell us about, you have the Dirty Girl Collection, Naked and Uncensored. Book yes. signing with Ellen Stagg. It's going to be this Thursday, February 9th, 6 to 9 p.m. The Sexiest at Museum time. of Sex. The sexiest time, nice. six to nine. Six to nine. Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> now I get it. I and right before there. Valentine's Day. Yeah. And I'm going to have wine and cake there. Ooh. And I'm going to be selling and signing my book. It's uh, 420 images, 300 pages of the, the sexiest, beautiful, naked women you could ever see. All photographed by me in the past decade. 
So will the models from that book be there? Will no, the a lot of them, I wish, but a lot of them have either retired or live in the, in the West Coast. Mm. So it's hard for me to get them. Two of my models will be there, but they're more recent models. Mm -hmm. So they are on Stag Street, but they're not in the book. But, is that yeah. where you uh, did most of this? Is on on the West Coast? Where you a lot of it. It's pretty much fifty fifty because a lot of girls would come here to New York. The first maybe about four or five years, I was shooting erotica. I was had to go out there. Couldn't find any naked women here in yeah. New York until I discovered the burlesque scene hmm. in LA. There's tons of naked women there. Yeah. So, so I noticed on your website that you know because I was like, oh, these aren't that dirty, and you're like, you have to pay for the dirty stuff. Yes. What kind of stuff do you see on Stag Street if you pay? Well, there's everything from girls having sex with each other, toys, um, right. different fetishy things. There's the one set I did of a girl with a latex hood on. I always say when a girl wants to shoot with me, are you cool with being naked? Are you cool with trade for content? If they say yes, I'm like, awesome. How far they want to go past that is totally up to them. Do spreads. I need that for my content. And I'm like, cool. I'm totally down for spreads. Spread my is when they just like spread their legs? Yeah, spread their okay. legs and vagina open. Mm -hmm. My boyfriend even recently saw me retouching some pictures and he's like, you never do spreads. And I go, I do all the time. What are you talking about? And he goes, well, I don't see it. And I go, yeah, you don't see it on the free part because I'm not giving that shit away for free. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Girls got to pay her bills. <laughs> you also do boudoir. Yes, I do do boudoir. Since I've been shooting this stuff for so long, there were so many people that came up to me like, I want you to photograph me like this, but you can't put it on the internet. And I go, okay, cool. You can pay me for that. And then I can make you as sexy and glamorous as one of my porn stars. And then you can give those as gifts or keep them as a reminder. Nice. Yeah. And you have you videotaped or taken pictures of couples actually having sex? I have, have photographed people having sex, but it was like years ago. Um, but I have porn I, stars or just regular no people? regular people. Okay. I was asked recently by a friend of mine. I have a this couple friend that really want a tasteful porno of their sex life, and I suggested you, and I was like, yeah, I'll totally do it because I've done some video work. I just haven't done like straight up porn. But I was like, yeah, I'll totally do it um, as long as they pay me. <laughs> have you, you done it? Have ha you done it yet? No, I haven't. That'll be interesting. Yeah, she just asked me a couple weeks ago. Yeah. It will be very interesting because I am a heterosexual woman, so watching two heterosexual people have sex, and then, but also I would want to direct them in a certain way to like be like, wait, I could get a better shot if you do this or do that, you know? So yeah. it will be interesting. Hmm, maybe you'll uh, decide you like it and I know. become like a porn director. <laughs> or do you ever get a little bored if you're doing if you're going from a porn star to just a regular model shoot and you're like, oh, this would be so much better if she had a finger in her butt? The, no, I never get yeah. bored. But the only thing if I go from like a porn star who has like these beautiful natural bodies mm -hmm. to a mainstream model who eats one pair a day, I get a little sad for these mainstream girls. Mm. That's why you've been sick yeah. for weeks. Yeah. That's the only thing. Porn star girls are huge. There are some girls that I photograph that are like heavier girls or what they would even call themselves BBWs or fat. But like a lot of them are normal average size ladies. And then when you see a mainstream model who's a size zero, you're like, oh my God, are you okay? Is something wrong? <laughs> So that's the only thing that's weird. That's the big difference. Yeah. Is there a lot of, is there a lot of competition? I feel like I can imagine, because there's so many websites, so many fetishes, so many things going on. And then plus there's a lot of free shit. So yeah. it's like... It no, there most definitely is. And I don't make a tremendous amount of money from Stag right. Street. It opens up for other things, coffee table books, and I've worked for Playboy and Penthouse and that nice. kind of stuff. I look at it, I was, I was telling a friend of mine this, that 
the difference between my work and pornography is pornography, I think, is made to titillate an audience member. My work is my art. No. And if it, you join to like help me with my art, if you join my sites or my Patreon to help me support my art, that's awesome. But I don't want you to direct me on how you're going to get off. I don't even want to know that you got off oh, on my work. Okay. So if there is competition, it's, it's more of the fact that I'm doing it as an art outlet and so i'm not really worried about the competition because that's your own person art is different it's my way of personally pers exploring yeah. my uh voyeurism oh okay i yeah. see oh with nice. playboy you photographed women doing extreme sports right yeah there's this Naked. tv show called badass mm -hmm. i did 17 episodes where i produced and photographed and interviewed the girls in a five minute segment in each episode and they did things from like cliff diving and like <sighs> weird yeah stuff naked <laughs> yeah it was a fun show uh -huh. i had a blast doing it it's, it's kind of tough though getting flattering angles when things like that are happening right they were such at least like with guys i guess with girls it's different yeah but if, if my ass was like in a bungee i'm jump. like rappelling oh, naked yeah. off a mountain i'd be like i don't know she's getting the best angle right now <laughs> the girls are, are beautiful young women so i think no matter what they do it's, it's, it's sexy and fun yeah. yeah 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 do you think that um it makes you freer like in your real life about sexuality. Like, do you think that before you started shooting um, porn or naked people that you were maybe more, you know, you didn't talk about sex as much or, or, or have you always been very like open to, you know, guys burying their heads in the sand No, I've always yeah. been into and open-minded about other yeah. people's sexuality. The only thing that has opened up for me photographing naked women is um, my friendships with women. Mm. I don't think I had such good close girlfriends until I started um, meeting people in the in the adult industry and like really bonding with these women. Yeah, and so that's been awesome. For well, me. that's good. Yeah, I mean, you might think that in like the porn industry, there's a lot of competition or or, or anything like or something like that, but it's nice to know that the girls are you know empowering each other. Yeah, have, have you as a girl as a porn star ever come on to you try to turn you? I was just gonna ask that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Justine Jolie, every time I photographed her with another model, she would have sex with them. I mistakenly once when we first became friends, I drunkenly said to her, I have a fantasy of you fucking me with a strap on. So for six months, every time we hung out, she would be like, my strap on's in my purse. I'd be like, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> no, no. How big was the strap on? I never saw it. I didn't want to see <laughs> it. How big was her like, purse? I <laughs> That's another question. Once she was performing at the box and she took me on stage and plopped me down on what was this weird like set with a toilet and she started making out with me in front of everybody at the box and that was hilarious. Ooh, nice. So That did nothing for you. I mean... You're not to women. Yeah. You know, you photograph a lot of lesbians and it's all women, but it does, none of it really turns you on. Anything sexy will turn me on, but I don't... Vagina doesn't do anything for me. Mm, I right. tried. It's just like not the way dick does. Stephanie, vagina ever? No, I mean, I think like I could totally les out, but I wouldn't yeah. want to like lick a pussy. Like if I could do the other stuff, like let a girl lick my pussy or fuck me, but then I would be like, nah, I don't want to do they the rest of that it. Like I'd be a lazy lesbian. They call that a pillow princess. Yeah, I'd be a pillow uh -huh. princess. <laughs> what, what kind of princess? A pillow princess. You lay back on the pillows and let somebody do something to you. Oh, I've had yeah. a few of those. <laughs> <laughs> Very frustrating. All right, we, let's plug your book. And you're signing Dirty Girl Collection, Naked and Uncensored, Thursday, February 9th, 6 to 9 p.m. Go check her out at the Museum of Sex. Ellen Stack, yeah. thank you so Thanks much. For Thanks for coming thank out. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me.
My pleasure. Ah. Let's give it up for Ritu Chandra. Yay. Yeah. Yes. He's giving us the hard news. I'm going to start in my home state of New Jersey. It's ready? New Jersey. I'm ready for a news. It's not always New Jersey. It's always Florida or Texas. Get that straight. We do Sometimes get a lot of New, New Jersey. Jersey. We get mostly. Fine. Fuck you guys. <laughs> but a Bed Bath & Beyond in New Jersey. Two men really put the Beyond in Bed Bath & Beyond this week when they decided to test out a display bed and have sex in it while the store was still open. Ooh. Police were called by an employee who saw them and the two men were arrested. Uh, the store has disposed of the bed and apparently one of the men had scabies. Oh, oh, not good. Not good. That's that's the worst scabies part of it. Is, is the scabies really horrible? Well, even at least, that. yeah, at least <laughs> have the decency not to have scabies. If you're gonna, <laughs> yeah. You're gonna do you think he knew he had scabies? To not have scabies. What, what do you mean? I mean, you think the man knew he had scabies? How do you not know if you have like scabies? It's really is a big I deal. I don't know. When what I it went is. to acting never school, like a bunch of people in my dorm got scabies. It's real <laughs> contagious and it really itches a lot. But I didn't get it. Just for everyone out there listening, I didn't. I've never had scabies or bed bugs. But they um, threw out the bed too. They, well, yeah. they had they to throw to, out the yeah. bed. Scabies they, or no scabies, the bed has to go. Yeah. yeah. Did they charge them for the bed or? Did they <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can understand being like taken away in the heat of the moment. One time, I have to admit, I did like start to blow my boyfriend in a Kmart changing room. Yeah, but but I just like started and then realized what was happening and was like, this I'm not this I'm not gonna be the girl that's like get kicked out of Kmart. You know, <laughs> that, that's what, sort, what if would, it was Nordstrom's? Would that be oh, more that's acceptable? Much classier, <laughs> yes. So I would um, totally do that. Yeah, the only problem that's you could get taken away is, in the moment. The you know, Kmart. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> He's trying on shorts. I couldn't resist. I don't remember. I mean, you know, you get taken away okay. in the moment. I can understand that, but in the middle of the Bed Bath and Beyond, in front of everybody, they probably were. Well, and it's a bunch of suburban Into moms that. in yoga pants walking around. Like yeah. what? What? struck you was it like the nautica <laughs> sheets like what the fuck could turn you on so much in a bed bath and they're beyond? just those people that like to fucking public and to get caught i wish yeah. somebody was so into me like, <laughs> we I have to fuck stop. right here right at this bed bath and beyond can't we can't we can't go we have to go right now yeah well, the yeah. most irritating thing to me about the article since i am a new jersey resident it does not say which bed bath and beyond in new <laughs> oh jersey. my god it doesn't say that at all it just thinking. says in new jersey so i wish they had thrown that in um, Hilarious. This I thought was very interesting. Did you know that cocaine can make you impatient? Imagine that, <laughs> right? Wow. So impatient that you are less likely to use a condom. Uh. Now, believe it or not, this is what they found after doing a study at Johns Hopkins University, which mm -hmm. I don't understand how anyone would pay for this right. study. Uh, participants were I, given... I think just having a dick makes you not want to use a condom. I don't think cocaine <laughs> has <true>. much... <laughs> Can't have much to do with it, but okay. Participants were given cocaine, small amounts of cocaine, and some <laughs> were signed up for this study. That's what I was Jack, saying. That's why I want to talk about this. I never get these offers. There. Where do you get? What do you find out about this? Johns Hopkins University, you guys. Jesus. That's like First the we'll top give you medical cocaine. school in the country. Me. First yeah. we'll give you cocaine, then we'll give you a girl to fuck. And it's like pharmaceutical cocaine, so that oh, shit's and then pure we'll pay good shit. stuff. Yeah. And some were given the placebo. How how mad would you be if you're like, wait, they got cocaine and I got a fucking placebo? Fake coke. Did they give you whores too? No. Then they showed you. So then the study they. We should record this podcast from John Hopkins University. We're all on cocaine. Maybe they could use us as studies. Great. But I can answer that question though, because when you're on coke, well, I don't know. Just yeah. Your penis gets a little desensitized. You know, it's harder to come. It's harder to get your dick hard. 
You know, and you want to feel every part of the vagina. Jeffrey has practiced <laughs> this speech very well. I've been there. He's, he's, he's told a lot of this. <laughs> I mean, I, it's true. I mean, yeah. I just don't think I, anyone's thinking really on true? cocaine. You, you I've never, like, I wasn't like, I make really good rational decisions on yeah. cocaine. Like, I don't think they needed a study. Right. They didn't need to put money into a study. Right, to, seriously. Cocaine the user is going to read this? the study and be like, well, well, now I'll really change my behavior. Like, <laughs> and you're what's more the likely point of to this? have sex if you're drinking. What? Yeah. Right, exactly. And it's better when you're high. <laughs> what? Just, I, don't, I don't even understand why this study was done. They measured their sexual desire in cocaine by showing them a series of photos and asking them questions. I mean, it just seems like some horny doctor really just wanted to, uh, I don't know. Have that doesn't really to give patients cocaine. I don't know. That doesn't really kind of show either, right? Because they're not actually going to have sex. They're just like, right? Are you gonna put the condom on before you start masturbating? That would be like a hundred percent of men. No. What else? I've done that. We got another teacher guilty of having sex with her students. This time in Austin, Texas. Mm. Uh, and the, she's hot. She is another hot, hot one. Twenty-eight-year-old hottie. Take a look. <laughs> oh God, she's look beautiful. at that. What the kid look like? She doesn't though. look so happy. That's the question. But she does yeah, not happy. in that picture. She looks. She... I like them looking a little sad though, right? Yeah, when you <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> um, well. The students were both two seventeen-year-old boys. The affairs lasted for months. Prosecutors are uh, asking for a lenient sentence for her, which would mean no jail or registering what? as a sex 17 offender. Seventeen isn't that? E- Come on, you can't fuck a seventeen-year-old, right? It depends no, on the state. No, you can't fuck a seventeen-year-old, but I guess uh, I yeah. don't know why. Well, if you're their teacher, you can't. Yeah, no, doesn't matter what. Think their ages. She taught math, and <laughs> that's hard. Our, <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to how that's Im- important. To well, this. our country <laughs> needs more. <laughs> we need to emphasize math and science, right? And whatever it mm-hmm. takes. Whatever if, it takes. If your so teacher she, has to have a, a gang bang to keep you engaged, true, and make you interested. God so, bless her. So our country can stay. Ahead of the curve. Yeah. Make some <laughs> that's what you do. So she was it, doing it, this she, for America. Patriotic yeah. duty. <laughs> now, yeah. if it was like some a liberal art, I would say, all right, to yeah. give her the chair. But math, <laughs> engineering, <laughs> science, something useful and practical, those students are paying attention. Now they care more about it than ever. It's important. She, she gets a pass. She's, but she's a teacher in Texas. So that, that actually, that Texas kind of. Texas people are hypocrites. They're the conservatives. Right. They're, they love sex as much as anybody. Their strip clubs are out of they control. Wanna, like, they want to like teach you Jesus in the classroom and then gangbang the students. <laughs> yeah, please. Yeah. Like, Come that's, on. that's pretty typical <laughs> yeah. of most the church, right? Yeah. So. <laughs> Church. It's all related. Uh, Speaking of, the Super Bowl is in Houston, right? Yes. You got that right? Yeah. It's today. It's right now as we are recording this. So football fans aren't the only people pouring into Houston for the Super Bowl this weekend. The strippers are also Super Bowl bound. Oh, Apparently, not only do clubs have a huge increase in customers during Super Bowl, um, these customers tend to be big spenders, attracting a lot of celebrities as well. Strippers with social media followings earn up to $15,000 a night. So they have strippers from all over the country, from New York, uh, Las Vegas, California, all going to Houston. Yeah. See, those, those two 17-year-olds should have waited and until Super Bowl Sunday and just gone to a strip club. And it's it much cheaper to bang we your teacher. We should ask uh, Rick's Cabaret if they lost any strippers to the Super Bowl. <laughs> to, to Texas? Has to anybody head down to Houston? Actually, they're all here. I it seems like, yeah, oh. they, they've got yeah, some top Jeff, flight strippers here you know every today. single one of them. You're like, I checked the roster. They're all here tonight. <laughs> it true. was tough to pull Jeffrey in yeah. from, because he was watching. You know, in my hometown, Fort Wayne, Indiana, there are um, showgirls. It's the strip club, and it's like the W looks like boobs. It's uh-huh. great. There's like three or four of them, and then there's a bus that shuttles you 
around to all the different showgirls. Oh, get out of here. If you're ever in Fort Wayne on a yeah, road gig, I'd you should go. definitely Shit, ch- check not? out the showgirls. That's a podcast idea. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you think, idea. though, the strippers in Houston should be, like, pissed off Yeah. all these, like, strippers from out of town are coming on their territory? I would. Like, mm-hmm. this is the biggest weekend of their life, and now they have to share that money with them? I wouldn't, I would be, like... I think there's enough business I'd be sabotaging. I don't know. Well, there's, a lot of them are But the New York strippers like, are going to be hotter than the Houston strippers. Yeah. They're going to make more money. I don't know. Is that true? Well, I, I've I, seen... I know Texas porn stars. That's some of my favorite there. <laughs> I, yeah, I've been talking... Very I, knowledgeable. I went to a Hooters here, <laughs> and I went to a Hooters in Florida and, and down south, a few other places. There, there's some good-looking yeah. strippers and, and waitresses, yeah. If you, why would you be a Hooters girl here? Like, there's so many other ways to make attractive yeah. money with if a you're big bus, yeah. right? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that much more money than Hooters, yeah. But not in South Florida. Like, a hot girl is going to get that's going to be the job you get. In South there used Florida. to a, men are going to lose mm-hmm. a lot of money, basically in Houston. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what it, it comes down to. Whether you're <laughs> gambling or going to a strip club, you're going to lose a lot of money. What were you going to say, Stephanie? I was going to say, there used to be a a Hooters on 56th Street. Mm -hmm. And uh, I went there once, and this girl that I went to acting school was working there. And she had a name tag on that said uh, Desiree, but her name is Millie. She told me that they all have to wear different name tags every day. They can never wear the same name and never their own. So that nobody really knows what their real name is. Uh, That's for their own protection. Yes. guys are so creepy. Yeah. Do Mm. the strippers must do that, too, then? Well, they they probably don't use their real names, right? right? Yeah, you never have a real, you know. I don't know. <laughs> you gotta come up with I just assumed. Strippers never have a real name. I used yeah. to go to the strip club with my husband, and he would get mad because eventually I'd be like counseling all the girls like to go back to school, and they could get their degree. Oh, and yes. stuff. Like you're the so worst. That, I was like Mrs. Garrett from Facts of Life for all of them. Well, the worst yeah. is help it. like I, I speak Russian when I get a lap dance oh. from a girl, <laughs> and if she finds out I'm Russian, all of a sudden everything changes. Oh, it's a Russian. And now lap she dance. feels like uncomfortable, <laughs> and now it's like, oh, does, does this guy know anyone in my family? Oh. Oh. And she feels like I'm like, no, it's okay, you know, be a cousin. Yeah. It could be a cousin. It could be. <laughs> You're like, I don't care if we're related. Come on. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Listen, I paid 20 bucks. Let's yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll hook each other up on Ancestry later. Come on. So the next story I have is a uh, South Florida woman. Allegedly, this woman was removed from a Sprint Airlines flight for showing too much cleavage. The woman says she wasn't drunk, but she was harassed by flight attendants for being intoxicated, which then turned them into them harassing her for how she was dressed too provocatively. The South Florida woman has hired an attorney and is claiming she's been unable to sleep and is deeply embarrassed by the incident. Spirit Airlines, first of all. <laughs> it's so weird they, they have any sort of standards. Yeah. <laughs> because when you go on Spirit Airlines, it is a horrible airline. Every man for Bottom himself. Of the it, it's worse than a Kmart changing. <laughs> it really is. You're hoping it crashes. You know? You know, you're just like, not only that, you're I mean, like, you know what, maybe I should go back to college. Maybe I should make something myself so I don't take Spirit Airlines. I don't know. Was it the cleavage or was she drunk? She was drunk. Like, I watched the video. Oh, the girl really? was totally fucking... First of all, she's 21 years old. Uh-huh. Say uh. no more. Second of all, of course she was drunk. Of course she was drunk. I, this is a story that speaks to me because I have big <laughs> boobs and they are explorers. They want to see the world. It's hard to keep them in, you know, like in a bathing suit when I'm out like at the beach or whatever. Like my tits just pop out sometimes and I feel like I get discriminated because of it. So I actually like felt for this girl because I was like, oh, I know what that was like, like in high school getting in trouble for wearing like a shirt that's too cleavy. But really, you're just like, I've got big boobs. Right. But that girl, she was drunk. Right. But would she, she have drunk. been kicked off if she were flat chested and drunk? 
yeah. Like the boobs should have even been a part of the, the bo- conversation. They should never even have brought up the boobs. And honestly, like who doesn't like a good pair of boobs? Boobs are the least of the problem. I mm. even like to look at boobs. I the- took my son to see Aladdin and I was just fixated on Princess Jasmine. It was a musical the whole time. Because her tits were on fleek. They were in those like jewels. Yeah. That's it. That's all I could look at the entire time. The fact that the girl said that she couldn't sleep at night. She's like, I can't sleep now because of this. Just makes me think the whole thing yeah. is fake. Claiming that you're ha- yeah. like, you know, have emotional <laughs> issues now. Now we're going to go across the pond to London, um, which was my bad English accent. Uh, a man is facing six months of jail time for having sex with a roadside drain cover. Whoa. Oh, my Lord. To be fair, it was a very hot cover. <laughs> that was a very it, sexy. It was, asking, that it was asking for it. It, it was really. asking for that it. That is so that fucking dangerous. Yeah, he was lying in the road um, fucking the drain cover. That's what he what was What happens to you that traumatizes you in such a way that makes you want to fuck a drain pipe? You know? England. <laughs> Say no more. It's a very rainy place. Yeah, I'm I, looking at the, the pictures of this guy. And the great part is is that people are just walking around in their phone. They don't even notice that he's just a guy crazy. fucking Holy a drain shit. cover in broad daylight. Whoa. I saw a homeless In a residential area too. I saw a homeless guy once like fucking the ground. Like he was just like rubbing his body against like just the ground. Does that work? He seemed to be <laughs> enjoying like, I feel like I see a lot more men sliding along the ground if that actually could work. Yeah, I'm not really sure. <laughs> um, he was arrested but failed to show up for his hearing, and a warrant is out for his arrest. <laughs> wow. Good luck. He kind of looks like Jeffrey Castle. His mother is so proud. <laughs> so proud. He's got to like, be crazy. It looks like Jeffrey Definitely. a little bit. No? What do, you, what do you think? Oh, my God. Is that really him? <laughs> yeah. He's, like, looking around to make sure brother. nobody's going to... Jeez. <laughs> yeah. He's a little bit nervous. Ew. And then the guy's just like walking by. Yeah. It looks like. Isn't there something in your home that you could try sticking your dick <laughs> in other than that? That poor drain cover. Yeah. It's not as sexy. It's not as sexy to just fuck random inanimate it's things. It's a in whore now. I guess You gotta not. do it on the street. <laughs> yeah, they show the drain where the man was filmed having sex. There's, there's a drain. Oh, did he have a rectangular what dick? Did, How do you put your dick in it? There? looks like Wouldn't a. Wouldn't that hurt? He must have like had like a thin lips? or small penis. Yeah. Ugh. And heat comes out, rats and. Maybe that, that makes it sexy. Maybe a That's rat what makes it sexy. He heard, he heard a rat, and he's like, yeah. Uh, yeah. The weirdo, he was wearing a bathrobe. <laughs> <laughs> he's wearing a bathrobe. Yeah, he should have been arrested just wearing a bathrobe. <laughs> outside. <laughs> wandering the streets. He's wandering outside. All right, what else do we have? I'm going to go over to Oklahoma. Okay. Where a substitute teacher claimed she was trying to dance and bond with her students. Uh-oh. She did a cartwheel in the cafeteria while wearing a dress. And apparently had no underwear on. Ooh. She did it on purpose. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, she's not hot, so she should get jumped. <laughs> is that You've the, seen her? Is that mm-hmm. the, oh. She looks terrible. That's, oh, God. Yeah. The, really the cartwheel, of course, was captured by Snapchat. And um, now the police are uh, investigating to see what to do about it, actually. And the woman claims she did have underwear on, even though we all know Snapchat does not lie. She said she did not remember performing a cartwheel or exposing her vagina and buttocks. There you go. So she was drunk? Probably. Like, why did you not remember? I think that that is a move, though, like that girls do. Because yeah. I actually worked with a woman once who, like, she would wear, like, a skirt and no panties. And then she would, like, tell people. She'd be like, I'm not wearing any, like, to, like, hit on them. Like, mm. I'm not wearing any panties. Or she'd, like, flash or beave at people. <laughs> it's, I don't know. I, I mean, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. I would think the substitute teacher should definitely not be doing it. Well, yeah. If you're married to a teacher... Please fuck her. <laughs> like, sex with, with your like, wife. Have sex with your teacher wife. 
and have a lot of it so she doesn't do weird shit like this in school. Yeah. I mean, some teenage guys look grown. You know, like 17. Right. I mean, I'm not that I would ever fuck a child. 17 seems fine yeah. to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but you know what I mean? Like, but there are big teenage strapping boys. So if you and are teachers, married to a teacher, have sex with her. Listen, yeah, and teachers I, are young, though. Teachers can be very young. Yes. They can be yeah. like 25 or 26. So they're mm-hmm. not, you know, mature. Yeah. I'm, I'm one of these guys who, I know a lot of guys say this, but I, I truly feel this way. When I was younger, when I was in high school, and I, I it was going through puberty, it would only have helped me to have had sex with my teacher. <laughs> it yeah. would have made me a far better man today. True. And I how so? You I have to elaborate on that. Because I didn't have sex until I was twenty four years old. Okay. So wow. it would have given me confidence. What it if you had just had sex with another a better girl lover your age? earlier on? What? That would be so much better. To have a sex with your teacher. With your teacher. So much She better. would kind of like teach you and like kind of like lead you into your sexual journey. You should come with me and I'll show you the ways of love. Yeah. I, and, I, and not only that, mm-hmm. I just, I that was so. That like cl- a porn. I was yeah. clueless. An older woman can really teach you mm-hmm. how, how to be True. a real man and how to treat a woman. I, I, was, I was in high school and I was working um, for my mother's company and there was one of the secretaries was there who was into me. And she was an older woman. I had no clue what to do with her. I was so far behind, even like for like a 15, I think it was like 15 or 14. Uh, and she, we went out. We went on a, on a date. How old was she? She was, I think, in her 30s. Okay. We went out on a date and we went to a restaurant. And, that, uh-huh. and then after the restaurant, we were kind of walking around and she's like, do you want to go, you know, where do you want to go now? And I'm like, can we go back to your place? And she's like, I can't go back to my place. You know, my kids are, are there and my husband's there. And I was like, all right, you know, um, do you want to go to a hotel? And she's like, well, can you pay for it? I'm like, I'm in high school. I have a job at Friendly's. They don't really. Yeah. I don't make hotel money. You know what I mean? weird, too, that she's like a 30-year-old woman with a husband and kid, and she's going out on a date with you when you're 14. What did your mom think of that? My mom found out and got very upset. I bet. Yeah. And I was annoyed. I was like, oh, you're ruining a great thing. And (laughs) and, and she would would pass me post-it notes, and it was like a big thing. I I really had no idea. What to do? The, and I and like mm-hmm. the last and the way it ended was like, all right, I guess we gotta go home. Uh, my parents are gonna wonder where I am. Can I just grab your ass? And she's like, okay. And I grabbed her ass and I went home and, and masturbated. <laughs> all right, well, <laughs> nice night. What's your dad? Say? It was a great day for me. I don't yeah, know about her, okay. but for me, it was fantastic. My dad would have been happy. I don't know. I couldn't talk about to my dad oh, about, oh, this stuff. about that stuff. Yeah, my yeah. dad was against me uh, masturbating, or my my dad was very suspicious of women, uh, so he would think that that woman is out to get you. In a piece of our empire. <laughs> and the word empire is ridiculous because we had a little house in Fairland, New Jersey, and he had a shitty 75 Chevy Malibu that looked like, a, ru- like a busted watermelon. He's yeah. like, oh, empire. she wants part of this Chevy Malibu. You know what I mean? <laughs> so <laughs> there's no yeah. empire. I don't, to take. I don't yeah. see it though because I, what, I'm 43. I never, I never skew younger. Like if I'm attracted to somebody, it's always my age or older because I don't wanna have to teach somebody. Right. I don't want to have to do that. Like, I want, I want, also, I want someone interesting. No offense, but like, younger men aren't interesting. Not younger, like 35. I'm talking like right. in their 20s or their teens. Like, what am I going to talk to you about? But she would have done me a favor. She would have, I feel like, had that progressed to the next level, had my mom not intervened. <laughs> I feel that, you know, she would have taught me how to talk to a woman and right. how to, you know, please how to woman. please a woman, be a great lover, right. and, and just how to be a more mature man. And I feel like, and I'm a hypocrite, I guess, and I have double standard. If it's a a male teacher with a female, Mm -hmm. I feel like that's a creep. But a a, a female teacher 
with a male student, <laughs> it's right. you're doing a great service. Yeah. But I don't, I think that you're not taking into consideration that at 15 or 14, having sex with a married 30 year old woman with children is way over your head. You know what I mean? Like that's a situation that a 15 year old is not going to be able to handle well. And no, I don't think that situation I, I is going to go well for you. And I think it's going to traumatize you probably in some weird way. I've been way. traumatized so many times. <laughs> that would have just been, like a, that would have been a great, that would have good trauma. I would have walked in that. that yeah, that's, me too. that's positive trauma. I Wanted like how trauma. you have it, uh, this fantasy of her teaching you. I'm like, you guys could have fucked, it could have sucked, and then she could have been like, all right, and just like kicked you to the curb after that. Like, yeah. you have this whole. But I didn't have sex fantasy. until I was 24. That, that was like a big, you know, opportunity. Why is for that, me. Alan, mm-hmm. by the way? I was a misfit. <laughs> I was I was a Aww. dork. I didn't know how to dress. My, I had like weird hair. My ears used to stick out. Yeah, your ears really got far. big ears. Yeah. I was just, my last name was Fuchs. <laughs> Everyone called me Fox. <laughs> I was an immigrant child. Especially. I just, I grew up in the South Bronx until I was 13 years old. Then yeah. I moved to the white suburbs of Fairlawn. So Aww. I was convinced I was a black man. <laughs> <laughs> so I acted like a black man wearing like wannabe preppy clothes with an anchorman haircut could not be any whiter looking <laughs> in an all-white neighborhood. Nothing oh. was going to happen for me. Yeah, mm. That was my only hope, Even if was that secretary. I wonder what she saw in you now that you've described yourself, by the way. I had to dress up oh for the job. So uh, there I was like dressed up and then I acted differently. Okay. I act differently depending on the situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. there... Like I've, I had like I had more confidence because oh. no one knew me. Maybe right. Fuchs turned around. You think that's a subliminal <laughs> message of yeah, Fuchs? like Fuchs. Me. I don't know. She she just took a liking to me. She's and uh, and then after that I I just waited too long. You know, yeah. I had opportunities, but the girls that, that I was about to have set like I, we talked about this before. I only like I had I don't count this one time. You know, when I was like fifteen or sixteen, where I was about to stick it in. But I only went half helmet. Oh, I've, yeah. Only the, the half of my head went in, and then I pulled it back. I changed my mind. I did that to an asshole. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> That's a different situation. You yeah. Know? They go out. And, like, and that was it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and, then you and then you stick your head in the dirt, <laughs> and then they turn tables. Yeah. Do you have any plugs? Stephanie Holmes. Um, I have a podcast. It's called Keg Stand. It's with Brian Terrio, and we drink beer and interview comedians. You can check that out on all the things that you check podcasts out on. Cool. Ritu Chandra. When is, okay, so um, this weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I'll be at Stress Factory uh, hosting for Vinnie Brand. So come mm. visit us at Stress Factory. Nice. Very cool. Yep. Jeffrey? Uh, if you need some psychedelics or whatever, <laughs> no, you can't I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's it, totally kidding. No, I'm just. If you just want to hang out, you know, at the diner by me, just come by Brooklyn. Jeff is plugging a hangout at the diner. <laughs> I love to it. To buy him food. Buy Jeff yeah. some food at Show your local your diner. <laughs> uh, check us out. We're at Greenwich Village Comedy Club. The live stand-up version of this podcast Thursdays, every Thursday. At 7.30, Greenwich Village Comedy Club. Come check us out. Mention the podcast. Get in for free. Follow us on SoundCloud. Like us on SoundCloud. Give us a five-star review on iTunes. Fuck yeah. And a special thank you to Adam. Thank you very much, Adam. Sound man. Our sound guy. Sound guy. Very good dude. Uh, go check out his podcast as well. You want to give a quick plug? Sure. You can check my podcast out on, it's called Your Message Here, and it's really alt and wacky, and I have comedians on too, so... All nice. over the place where podcasts are. Thanks. Great. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you. Peace, bitches. Bye.